This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Brooke Warren. She's from the Marriage and Family Life Office here in the Diocese of Columbus. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you for having me. Hey, great to have you. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, inspire us um, to grow in discipleship of your Son. Help us that we might always remember our identity as sons and daughters of you, our loving Father. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, Brooke, of course, we're going to talk a lot about marriage and family life, but I wanted to hear your story of how you came to know the Lord. You are a convert to the Catholic faith, yes. a parishioner at St. Matthew's, um, but maybe you could tell us the story of how you came to know the Lord. Yeah, so when I was growing up, I didn't have much faith life. I was baptized as a Catholic, and that was the extent of my catechesis as a child. Um, I had attended Methodist church with my aunt, and so I had a belief in Jesus, but I didn't really have a relationship with the Lord. Um, Once I was married and we had our first child, our son, we knew we wanted to go to church and have our children know the Lord. And with the Holy Spirit's prodding and poking me, I then prodded and poked my husband and said, let's go back to the Catholic Church. He grew up Catholic. I think that's where we're supposed to be, and that's kind of where we're supposed to go. So we entered RCIA. Um, Our son was about one, and yeah, we had him baptized later. We had our marriage convalidated that same year, and we both came into full communion with the church and never looked back. That was in 2017 when we did that, so only five years ago, and here I am now. <laughs> How was the experience of RCIA? What did it look like there at St. Matthew's is where you came in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had classes every Tuesday um, for, we started in September. Um, my husband, since he had already received baptism in First Communion, was a much quicker process. Um, I went all the way until March, since I also was um, a Catholic continuing initiation. And yeah, we met Tuesdays. I had a fantastic sponsor, um, Yvonne Dibel. She's amazing. And it was it was a great process. I heard a lot of great talks from Father Sill. Um, we had Father Daniel Schwartz there at the time, so he gave a lot of our talks. Um, and he, he was amazing, so yeah. Excellent. Um, it's interesting, you know, um, your um, experience that, you know, you and your husband were Catholic but had fallen away from the faith or weren't raised in the faith, but it was really marriage and then the advent of children that kind of prompted you to look for faith. And that's, that is, it seems to me that's a very common story. And in your work in marriage and family life, do you, do you find that very often yeah, yeah. And I think when I was at the parish, um, I used to work at St. Matthew as well. And we had a lot of couples who had a child and they're like, oh, you know, we want to get our child baptized in the in the church. But then they came to find out, oh, my marriage, we didn't get married in the church. So we're going to do this convalidation. And I feel like that sometimes 
reignites their marriage and opens their marriage to let the Lord in. And then they get their child baptized. And then that kind of reignites their faith and, and really kind of pushes them. And, you know, and I think we find that really is a great, one of the great areas of, we could say, evangelization in the parish life. And that is that when a young couple, maybe they have their first child, and there is this prompting, maybe it's from their parents or from their family, maybe it is a, you know, genuine prompting, you know, from the Lord and from their own heart to bring their child to be baptized. It is really an opportunity to evangelize them, um, and and to, for pastoral care, you know, in these situations, I mean, we see more and more, um, even where both couples are Catholic, they're not marrying in the church. So it is an opportunity. Um, but I think, and we've seen that, of course, throughout the history of the church, you know, when, when it's time to start having children, people get a little more serious about the faith. But it's not to say that we can um, guarantee that. Mm-hmm. You know, there are many who, once they start having kids, they still don't come to the church. Um, what, why do you think, I mean, and may, part of this is from your own experience, why is it that, um, you know, when you start having children, there is this sense of uh, renewed urgency about the faith? Yeah, I think we worry more about our children. We we worry more about their future, what they're going to be like, how the culture is going to inspire them. And I think we want them to do better than we did. And we want to give them a better foundation. Um, so I think that that really kind of pushes people to, okay, I know what's good. I know what I'm supposed to do. I think a lot of people have that, like, well, I should do this. I should go to Mass every Sunday, but I really don't want to. But I think once you have kids, you're like, okay, I want them to do this. I don't want it to be it should be, so I'm going to try better with them. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. uh, Recently in my own life, um, the Lord really struck me that – Sometimes he asks us to do things that are completely overwhelming and somewhat impossible. <laughs> and in the face of that, we have to realize we have to rely on the Lord, that it's only the Lord who can do this. And why, you know, I do not have um, biological children. Um, I think that that is probably one of these situations where when you, you know, when there is this human life that you're responsible for, especially your first one where, you know, it's not like I've done this before. It is. It seems like an overwhelming task, and you know maybe an impossible task. Yeah. And it's then that we do kind of draw to the Lord because He's the only one who can help us to do it. Yeah, definitely. And I think you're searching for help when yeah. you have your first one. You're kind of you know you're kind of floundering a little bit at first because you don't know what you're doing, and and so yeah, that's that really was helpful when we came to know the Lord and have this relationship. It really helped me as we continue to grow our family. Now we have three children. Um, and it helped me to trust in him and helped me to be strong and to know, like, these are his. These are his gifts he's given me, and I'm here to shepherd them back to him. And so that kind of has guided my my journey through motherhood. Did they, um, Did at St. Matthew's, did they... Baptize, have, have baptized the child first, or did they wait until after you went through RCIA? 
They baptized our son first. He okay. got baptized, and then a month later, we did our convalidation. And then about a month and a half later, my husband was confirmed. And then about six months later, I got the rest of my sacrament. Okay, great. So that, you know, the, I mean, I think so many people may be in... There is this idea, well, my church or my wedding was not in the church, but I want to have a child baptized. Well, you know, um, I mean, parishes are welcoming. I mean, every mm-hmm. parish is welcoming. There is no parish that's like, no, people, you know, <laughs> you know, we only accept these kind of people. Or um, I, you know, I think you, you know, you, you have to kind of put those excuses aside and come. Parishes want to baptize your children. Yeah. You know, and they want to walk with you to get through these processes, you know, whether it be RCIA, whether it be an annulment, whether it be conval, you know, a convalidation or something like that. Let, I want to ask you, what was it about St. Matthew's that you found attractive? Maybe it was just the nearest church. I don't know, but. Yeah, so it was closest to us. Um, we were kind of equidistance between St. Matt's and St. Pius, um, and we went to both. And when we went to St. Matt's, it just uh, it just felt like home. We knew that we fit in. We had um, a couple of friends who had attended there. And so we kind of knew going in, like, okay, this, this could be where we, where we want to end up. And um, early on in our time there um, is when Father Dan Schwartz came, and he is so... He has this special gift, I feel like, for um, presenting the gospel and just he, he really draws you in. And I think that really helped solidify St. Matt's for us. Excellent. And um, you worked for a time on the staff at St. Matthew's. In yes. fact, I kind of stole you from, <laughs> from Father Sill. <laughs> yes, yes. What did you do at, at, on the staff at St. Matthew's? So when I left, I was um, marriage formation and stewardship coordinator, two very unrelated things, but <laughs> I did all of those. So yeah, so I walked with couples from the time they got engaged until um, the wedding day, and then even beyond that. I walked with couples who were getting convalidations, um, sanations, who were getting their child baptized and needed help getting their um, getting their marriage validated through annulments and things like that too. Did you? Was there um, maybe a special call from your own experience that it was through marriage and children that attracted you um, to that work in the church? Yeah. So when I took the job, it was just wedding coordinator. So it was like collect the paperwork do the wedding day, and then be done with it. And when that job came open there, um, I was at kind of a low point in my motherhood journey, and I knew I needed to do something more, but it needed to be important. You know, I couldn't just take any random job or anything. So I think God kind of put this on my on my lap, like, hey, this is this is where I want you to start, and then continue from there. So, um, Well, thank you so much, Brooke, for joining us. Uh, let's end with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we um, give you thanks for this time together, and we give you thanks for the sacrament of marriage. Uh, we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Brooke Warren. Until next time, peace and all good.